who among us doesn't enjoy a good mystery? And especially when solving it means that I get to bring out my competitive side, even if it's just me against the clock, I just can't wait to uncover all the secrets. So June's Journey is a game that is completely up my alley, and I think you'll love it too. In June's Journey, a hidden object mystery game, you play as June Parker, who's on a quest to solve her sister's murder and uncover her family's many secrets. Each chapter brings you deeper into the story, and it's set in the Roaring Twenties, so beyond uncovering clues, you get to experience the glitz and glamour of the time. June's Journey is definitely not a game I play mindlessly, which I love because I get genuinely invested and a lot of it is a race against time, so there's a little fun added pressure of trying to find the clues as quickly as you can in each scene. There are also tons of ways to customize the island that you're on, learn more about the characters, and then new chapters are added weekly, so you really can't run out of things to explore. So if you think you're up to solve this case, download June's Journey for free today on iOS or Android or play on PC through Facebook games. June needs your help, detective. Some of you may think a podcast about representation, it's not for me. But if you're a human being, then the podcast Reppin is for you because we all represent something as people. So are you interested in knowing what you have in common with your favorite actors to best-selling authors and leaders in different genres? On Reppin, you'll meet notable people you think you know, You'll see what they show up for, and you'll see what they represent. It's an insightful, feel-good show, hosted by me, Evelyn. So come and take a listen. Reppin is available wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Podcast Unlocked, episode 10. I'm Ryan Clements. I'm an editor at IGN, and I am also one of your leaders here on Podcast Unlocked. IGN's exclusive. IGN's ex- <laughs> wait, wait, what do I say? Premier 360 yeah, podcast. You say premier. Our only 360 podcast. The giggler next to me is Christine Steimer. Hi. Hello, executive editor of IGN 360. I am also joined by two other of our fine folks at IGN today. Stephanie Lee, hello. Hey, Ryan. Thanks for having me again. <laughs> you're welcome. Are you an, you're an associate editor, right? Yes. Okay, associate editor at IGN Game Help. She writes the guideses. Then I also have Pete uh, Eichmann's. Yes, good. I, Wait, hold on a second. I, I, what's the really yeah, European way to say it again? Eichemont. Eichemont. Yeah. Uh, you are, let's see, temporary I'm a, I'm, associate editor. You can call me temporary all you want, but just try to get rid of me. Just try. Well, we're I not won't. trying to get rid of you, actually. I won't try because you're fantastic. Now, uh, now, you mentioned this is being the only Xbox podcast, being the premier one. Would that mean if I start another one... You'd be we in contention for the premiere title? No, I, don't, I don't think there's just, any contention. No, no, I don't think <laughs> Okay, good to know. I just want to know I'm on the right podcast. Yes, you are. And thank you all listeners for joining us. Uh, as you all definitely made me aware on Twitter... We did, in fact, miss an episode last week due Indeed. to the fact that I Everybody was, was dying. I was, uh, well, I was out of the country, yeah, so you, I certainly couldn't record. Excuses. Arthur didn't have a voice because he was fighting off a really nasty virus. Oh, you were in Canada. I was yeah. like, out of the country? So, Where did you go? No, yes. Like, right. Canada is technically out of it the country. It is. I was, just, I was just thinking of a more exotic place. <laughs> exactly. I just like saying out of the country because it makes me sound like I was traveling to Ethiopia or something. Uh, but no, but no, it was Canada. Canada. <laughs> and uh, so, but don't worry, we aren't going to start missing uh, six months at a time of shows. That was just a rare hiccup in our process. It's we quite are a back. Hiccup. 
And it, just one week, one missed show? No, no, no. Six months is a hiccup. That's well, like a okay, yeah. That oh, was well, that loss was, of breath. That, yeah. That that was a total. That's like loss a total breath. loss flatlining. of breath. <laughs> also flatlining. Um, so actually, we have a lot of stuff to talk about today, and unfortunately, not a lot of time to talk about it because we are all super busy. Uh, the staff is cut incredibly. Uh, wait, not short. But we are short-handed. Wait, short-handed. We're short-handed. short-handed. Yes. Yeah. And short-staffed. Uh, due to the fact Hand that staff. a bunch of people are uh, at away at an event on an assignment, and some people are sick, and other people are, I'm pretty sure, saving uh, orphanages from burning down. Wait, who's 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 doing that? Uh, well, everyone that's not here, obviously. Oh. Duh. I thought Colin was just on vacation. Else, also, well, that's Colin's what he on does. Vacation. <laughs> on his vacation. So, so he spends his free time. Jim is also uh, on vacation eating hamburgers. Oh, that's right. Oh, ha- yeah. Hamburger tour. Saving. No, Jim wouldn't do and that. And apparently he gets drunk and, like, advertises it on, on Twitter. <laughs> yes. Hamburgers? Floods. No, no, no. no. On, on, <laughs> on Bud Light. Off of Bud Light. Like, one things? Bud Light. <laughs> more, also, more orphanages. <laughs> Get so drunk off of saving orphans. Uh, all right. <laughs> My elixir is saving children from a burning it's a fire. natural high. You know? Yeah, Feels exactly. Good. Feels yeah. good. So with that, <laughs> let's move on to our show proper. We have a bunch of topics to talk about today. We're going to talk a little bit about L.A. Noir. We're going to talk a little bit about Brink because we can talk about it right now. Yay. Well, here's, a, here's a quick preview. One is a good game. The other isn't. Guess which one's which. Uh, and then we have a bunch of reader mail to go through as well. So let's, uh, let's start off with Brink because we had sort this of teased it, uh, what, two weeks ago now? Yeah, yeah. yeah. We did. Well, and we then... didn't say what we were teasing, but we were just talking about. Um, no, we did. We said yes. that we could talk about Brink, and then we never did. Yeah. So, <laughs> Pete Eichmann's, uh, you reviewed it for IG. I reviewed it, and uh, if anyone listening hasn't seen it yet, we, I just posted my comment comeback, which I replied to um, some hand-picked comments that uh, Anthony had pulled. Yes. Well, and, how many? Uh, I think there's five of them, but they yeah. all a lot of the concerns were kind of in the same arena. So I think I covered a lot of the topics that people were concerned about. And the biggest kicker was I spoke a lot in the review about repetition. And you know, by definition, almost every game, any activity is repetitious. You're yes. doing the right. same thing over and over again. Breathing is pretty repetitious. Bre- breathing is repetitious. Yeah. But the reason I held so strongly to that one element in the Brink review is because I was constantly realizing <clears throat> the repetition. I constantly was like, oh, I'm doing this again. Oh, I'm doing this again. Oh, this map again. Oh, this objective again. Whereas I feel like a better game, you don't realize you're doing the same thing over and over again because you're having too much fun doing it. But the way Brink is balanced, the way the maps are laid out, the way you know your character works, it just is very repetitious, and in essence, it makes it boring. In small right. like in small bursts, it's a lot of fun. Like there are some awesome moments, and I had a lot of fun in a lot of matches. Like because doing the review, you know, I played some full team matches, some bot matches, some mixed matches, just to get the full experience of what Brink is offering. And, you know, obviously when you're playing with full teams of people, you're going to get the best competition and kind of come up with the most fun scenarios. But once you play, like, multiple rounds in a row, like, you're really just going through the motions. And that's kind of why the game ended up just, and I stand totally by it, just calling the game. The game's okay. Like, I'm not going to go tell everyone to go buy it, go check it out. But if you really love shooters, if you really love <coughs> team-based stuff, give it a rent. Check it out. You might as I mentioned, one of the hardcore fans that's really going to like it and right. is really into this kind of thing. Were there any technical problems to speak of that might bar people from 
Um, there was some graphical glitches, some loading issues. Okay. And I know I checked even after they patched it on the launch day, but it, it was still kind of happening. And especially okay. on the consoles as compared to the PC, uh, a lot of the graphics are pretty murky, and some of the textures just outright ugly. Yeah. Really. Let's let's back up a little bit for the people that don't know anything about Brink. This is basically a very, very team-oriented online shooter. Yeah. All right. So they call it single-player and – or call it – campaign and multiplayer but basically the whole game is played in eight on eight matches where one team is the security forces on this giant floating city called the ark and the other team is uh the rebels on the ark and the security forces want to save the ark rebels want to escape it and so they're constantly fighting for power to get to do what they want so wait why can't the security forces protect the ark and the rebels can just leave that doesn't sound yeah, too bad. It's no not like the rebels knows. are trying to destroy the I arc. thought the Ark was like the last, basically. That's what yeah, they like, think. I mean, they like don't know. World, they want to like go explore and see if they can right. find yeah, something. Sounds like they can just there. jump off. Because they're like running out of supplies and stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, exactly. so they're That's fighting for supplies. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, well, one of my questions actually was the coolest feature that they were trying to push was this the smart yeah. system where you can like do perform parkour. all these acrobatic yeah. moves, like parkouring. Was that actually practical in like Absolutely. matches okay, that's what i really liked about it and that was one of the things i said in the review it's a very like intuitive little system where you're literally holding a run button but if you come up over like a box or a container or a low-hanging <clears> pipe you'll either slide under it jump over it or it'll automatically grapple the terrain for you so it allows you to move around the world really quickly and do some pretty slick acrobatics to be able to fight you know the people around you and tackle objectives and that kind of thing which i really liked but um, are you just holding a button down and yeah, it's doing it all the for left you? Bumper. Yeah, I mean, that's, uh, well, there, is you that can, compelling enough? You can kind of augment it. Like, if okay. you're running, you can hit another button to slide and, like, shoot while you're sliding okay. to kind of get the edge on aiming at someone you're battling. Okay. Or you can do, like, a wall jump if you're a lighter body type character. And there's the, all these little tweaks and um, ways to make it more exciting. But it's really the, the elements I was talking about that make it kind of bland and repetitious. Like, mm -hmm. all the clat, you can change classes on a whim like they all feel very similar and while there are skills that are going to make you better at one thing or another like it all just feels very even keeled okay so all right i did not play it as long as peter because i didn't have to review it thank god but <laughs> <laughs> um one word of warning if you're playing this game do not watch the video <laughs> <laughs> they will try and trick you they will say you'll get a thousand points don't worry about it. You can get that in the match very easily. It's a 25-minute it video. It's so long and so boring and so repetitive. A thousand points that I sounds, wanted to kill myself. sounds really good, but <laughs> literally in gameplay, you can get a thousand points in you know a couple minutes. Yeah. And instead then, of watching a 25-minute tutorial. They also say you can play a single player. No, you can't. Now, I mean, you can like with the AI. You, there's no way because they do not help you. Like your teammates. You have to do everything yourself. You have to do everything by yourself, and they tell you specifically that the game is objective-based, so don't go off on your own and try and do your own thing, but, but you have you to. Have to. Yeah, if you're Otherwise, that's only a you're That's totally only really screwed. with the bots, though. But yeah, that's what I'm saying, but yeah. like for people like me who, th they said that you could play it that way, so I was like, oh, cool. So I'm going to give this a try. I don't really like playing with other people, but I'll give it a go single player, and then I was like, this is impossible. See, for me, I, now I'm wondering, for the people that aren't on a deadline, that they're not super time-constrained, maybe they just, they save up all their money, they're like, I'm super excited about Brink. They go and buy this one game, Right, 
And then they go sit down and they're like, oh yeah, like this big tutorial video that'll just like coach me through it. It's like foreplay for, for, for <laughs> no. that experience. No, no, I'm, I'm serious. I, I'm actually of the type where if I'm going to sit down oh, for like a single weekend yeah. and just focus my time on one game, I'll, I'll totally watch like a Your long tutorial video. Your brain will be numb video. by the time you watch this video. I'm not saying that this, not, this like, particular video yeah, is yeah, good. Yeah, if, if it was a well done video okay that's one thing but this one is so you're saying so it's actually bland. boring no the so thing is boring. like it makes it the game sound much more complicated than it is yeah okay because like, they keep repeating like small exactly was this a tutorial video that sh like just tells you the different classes what they do how they function and everything what you should... and this is the same video that yes. i had to watch and sit through for the demo as well oh, so the God. entire demo was like 40 minutes <laughs> Okay. Half being the tutorial video. Yeah, yeah. half yeah. of it being the tutorial. It's all foreplay, baby. It's just not, not a good way to get you into the game. Like, I honestly almost fell asleep. And then... <laughs> Oh, it was just. I I've I've had many a time like over the weekend I was uh, I had finally put in Muramasa again on the Wii, which is a really awesome vanillaware game. It's a 2D uh, side-scrolling kind of action game. Um, but I remember, like, I was, I was sort of, I really was really interested in playing, but I was physically really exhausted because I've been fighting off a cold, right? So I remember at one point, like, I'd be in a battle, and then I'd, like, come to, like, at, at like, a menu screen, like, as if I somehow had finished the, like, sort of kept tapping the attack <laughs> button while I was sleeping. And then I would, I would kind of come to, and the, all the enemies would be defeated, and it would just be hanging there on the, on the you won menu. Nice. Which is really amazing. I you could were, beat games in Take my sleep. sleep. What's that? Sleep playing. Sleep playing. So yes. I think what we've learned is that you really like tutorial videos. Though. I love yeah. tutorial like, videos. Tutorial videos are the way a game romances you. Like you're like, no, no, I'm not in the mood. But then and like, but do I you want to learn how to do this? I'm a little. I'm video. a little. Here's here's another reason why I'm weird. I love saving things for later. Sorry, I'm losing my ability to speak. Yeah, what's wrong? Are you okay? Cold. Oh, oh yeah. No, okay. I just have a stuffy nose. So oh, okay. I'm getting all plugged up. But uh. So I, what I do is sometimes if there's like a – say there's a secret character in a fighting game or there's like a, a hidden level in something, I will intentionally just – even if I really want to play it, I won't. I will just deny myself that secret character and I'll just play. <laughs> I'll play him one day and it will be like my treat for down the line. Like, do maybe you ever I, actually get around to it? Yeah, sometimes, sometimes <laughs> not. Uh, so, so like for example, in Dissidia, again, I'm sorry, I'm not talking about uh, 360 games, but in okay. Dissidia, which is the PSP Final Fantasy fighting game, uh, there's a ton of characters I've never even played as before. Not because I'm not interested. Hell, I, I really want to play as those characters, but I'm, I'm, I like try and take it, like take it in pieces so I can prolong. So my, are you trying to like milk this experience. for exactly. like 15 years at a time? <laughs> exactly, okay. 15 years at a time. <laughs> wow. I don't know. You've already spent like. Hundreds of hours on a couple of I think of I've done right? about 175 hours with that se wow. with the series. With with this second one, I've spent about 75 to 80 hours on it, and the original I did about 100. So uh, yeah, I mean, like I like milking things, you know, especially if I'm really attached to them and I want to know that I want to go back later. So 25 minute tutorial video, no problem, unless it's boring as hell. It's I mean, I, I might I might get like fall asleep during it and be like, oops. LOL. Yeah. Well, and then the beginning of it was not. I mean, I, it didn't. It was just really weird. It was very odd. It was a by weird yourself. moment when all those copies came into the office and everyone put it in, and everyone's like, oh. Oh. And, and then I was like, and I'm done. Like. Because <laughs> everyone was really excited for it, I have to say. You know? I, was, I was. I'm actually one of those people that was really excited for it because, like, all the impressions I had from mm -hmm. playing the demo. And, and granted, it was just a multiplayer portion and like Stephanie, a small. Can you please move the microphone closer to your oh. mouth again? Is it? Can you hear me now? Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah. What, did I, what, what was better. I just last saying? 
the Sorry. multiplayer. Were, oh demo. yeah, I was very excited about the multiplayer because from what I played of it, it, it seemed like it was going to be a refreshing take on like multiplayer first-person shooters. Yeah. yeah. And then so I'm just really disappointed to hear that. I mean, the it direction it's going snuff. is in the right direction to be a refreshing take. Mm -hmm. um, and I mean, there really is no difference between the campaign and multiplayer. Like even the multi every multiplayer match has cutscenes like at different scenes before. At the beginning of the match and the end, and then in between, just to, you know, get you from objective A to objective B, sort of thing. Um, and if you play like one match, like you'd be like, "Wow, that was a lot of fun." But once you start playing more matches, once you're like, "Wait, I started playing this game yesterday afternoon, and I'm already level 15 out of 20, and I haven't been playing it that much." Yeah, you do level up really fast. Yeah, I mean, the last couple levels take a really long time. I mean, I think the experience cap is 300,000. Then you just stop earning experience. <laughs> oh. And you can't get any more skills. So, you, but you can get rid of all your skills and choose new ones. But of the the achievement that unlocks when you hit level twenty is called time to start a new character. And the oh. only thing that starting a new character does is um, just get to do it all over again. Just do it all over again. And it's you're not really. Um, I mean, I guess the key there is that you can make one character that's built built for this situation if you want to play like yeah. that one night, and one character that's built for this situation. But it just really felt like. Because you can change anyone's skills at any time, like there's no sense of permanence or like pride in your character yeah. because you can change anything. Mm -hmm. I can see that. Except tattoos randomly. Tattoos and scars you cannot yeah, change. Yeah, tattoos. Yeah. Well, All those right. are for life. They so, are. I think that's just a lesson for the children. Yeah, I think so. You know? I think the one in inexcusable thing, though, is that they had a production time of like six years or something. Well, and they, going on for and a while. it feels like the single player is just an afterthought. Yeah, like, and so their main focus was on the multiplayer, and so that's yeah. I mean, the there there is no single player because single player is right. eight it's on eight, just like multiplayer. Yeah. You cannot play single player. You cannot play by yourself. You that's can. It's just really terrifying. <laughs> so I mean, honestly, if they add more maps and tweak some issues in the game, and if they can get enough funding, based you know, despite what happened with re you know general reviews across the board, really, um, and there's a brink too, I would love to see where they go with it because there are some awesome ideas there, but it just didn't come together. Fix the AI, AI, please. Fair enough. Also, yeah. Yeah. fix uh, the intelligence on the mm. bots. Yeah. Interesting that Stephanie called it a disappointment because Derek wrote in to unlocked.ign.com where you can join our unlocked discussion and said, hello, podcast unlock crew. I was curious if there was ever a game you looked forward to that turned out to be a massive disappointment as well as if there was a game you looked like uh, you thought looked bad when you first saw it but turned out to be great. Love the podcast. Keep up the good work. This is from Derek. So, Stephanie, would you still say Brink as the biggest disappointment, or do you have something else that was a disappointment for you in the world of gaming? Hmm. And we can move on to Pete yes. if you want to. You want to think I, about I have it. To, I have to dwell let's on go this. Down, a bit. Let's go down the table. This is a tough call. I mean, a, a lot of the Brink co comment complaints were that all our previews made it sound pretty awesome. Yeah. Um, so when the review came out and all those awesome little pieces didn't come together. Um, Everyone's like, what the heck, you know? Like, what? They're probably in a much more vulgar way, though. <laughs> yeah. What the heck, Pete? What the heck? Gosh darn it. I just What's don't understand on? this article. I call shenanigans. <laughs> <laughs> what are you saying here? You told me otherwise. I like that voice. That should be the new voice for the readers. Uh, but do you have, like, in general, do you have a game that you, mm. like, label as your biggest disappointment? Um... You need time to think. Cause also, I have one. I mean, I don't offhand. Like, I, there's definitely things where I was ended up being like, "Oh, this isn't as exci as exciting as I thought it would be," but I don't think I've ever been truly like pissed off at, at something I bought that wasn't what okay. I wanted it to be. Okay. Yeah, I don't think so either. But on the flip, the other side of the question, yeah. 
uh, Venetica, I thought was going to be garbage. Like, yeah, yeah. I thought Wait, it was going to be awful game, making fun of it. But then I actually played it and I was like, okay, I'm actually enjoying myself. What? Yeah. I liked it. It wasn't great oh by any means. I got to a point in that game three hours in, I think. Uh-huh. No, no, no. First, I got an hour and a half in and I realized that there was no autosave and I had quit, so I lost an hour and a half. That, then, would, that would taint your uh, save view your of games, it a little bit. Bro. Yeah, your save your games, bro. Your own fault. You deserve it. I know. I'm, I'll eat that one. <laughs> I did that. Played again. Got three hours in. Got to a point where there was a character I was supposed to meet at a certain location. Character was glitched out of the game. Not there. Wait, which game was this? Venetica. Oh. I had to start over three times before I could even get into Venice. I think you're doing it wrong. <laughs> I did the, I'll, just kidding, I, it didn't glitch for me, so I, the, that would have pissed me the off. The saving point, that's there my is, fault. There I, was, can't, I can't fault no, it for that. What happened for me a couple times is that the map is broken, and it's yeah. telling you to go places that you're not supposed to go. That only happened once, but it was really annoying. I'll be, um, but still, like it was just something where I, I thought I was going to be hating my life. Like, when I was reviewing it. <laughs> oh, my God. And I didn't. I was like, okay. I'm totally it's just like a pretty, you know, generic RPG. Okay, cool. Whatever. Speaking of the map telling you the wrong way to go, <laughs> that totally reminded me of when we were all obsessing over Halo 3 uh, when it first came out in the office. And w- there was a famous replay that was circulating around the office where a bunch of us were playing uh, uh, co-op. And it's like it's four-player online, right? Yeah. And uh, and there's like a part where the one dude like in kind of the front of the pack like was running forward and like jumped up off a cliff to like you know get down, but it was just a pit, <laughs> so he fell to his death. But like all three people like jumped off and followed like him. And it was just in a line, like all of them jumping <laughs> to their death. It was so awesome. Anyway, uh, as for me, uh, the big disappointment. And I and it hurts me to say it, but uh, I was not very happy with Artanelico Koga, the uh, the the game that Pete reviewed for the PS3. Yeah. It's the third Artanelico game, which are just super quirky Japanese role-playing games. Uh, I was a tremendous fan of the second one, very much so. Uh, I haven't played the third one extensively, but when I did play the opening hours, I was I was not happy. It just it. That it had this charm in the other ones where it was like this callback to old Super Nintendo RPGs and that kind yeah. of thing, and it's just out the it's window with there. trying to keep up with modern technology. I would have I would have preferred honestly if they had just done sprites again, maybe yep. up to the resolution a bit, and uh, kept the battle system the way kind of the way it was I, in the I second one. I agree with you on that too, yeah, because yeah, I didn't. The battle system was what got really boring after yeah. you know digging past thirty hours in that game. But that's a PS3 game, yep. so we don't have to talk much about that. <laughs> Trophy unlocked. It made Ryan a little sad. What we can talk about is L.A. Noir, which Yay. our own Stephanie has been playing rigorously for a guide. Is that yes, correct? Yes, that is correct. So but tell us all the answers. Actually, I can go back to <laughs> that question because oh, I, I, I thought, I thought of something. I'm ready. Yes. Let's go back. Okay. This well, hold is on. For, I'm going to rewind this it. Was, <laughs> this was for another uh, guide that was going to... Or another game that I was going to make a, write a guide for. Okay. And I was really excited because the the idea was really novel. And I guess I bet you guys are dying to know which game it is now. I'm so ready. It was Naughty Bear. <laughs> okay. Oh my god. I get it. I yeah. see that. Wait. Okay. So the idea we have a was guide really. For that game? <laughs> <laughs> Were you writing the guide for I was us writing the guide for, for it, and for it was. I, I I seriously hated myself. <laughs> Playing through that game, I had to play on mute because the the carnival music that or whatever oh, it was playing in the background, <laughs> I had to mute it because it was just creepy and annoying. So that was the biggest disappointment. I love you know. how it's Naughty Bear. I had, 
you know, I had to remain optimistic because I was writing a guide for it, you right. know? Because so I was like, okay, it's cool. Family. You're you're a, you're a teddy you're a bear. bear. And you're pissed off. <laughs> and you're an angry bear and you're naughty and you're going to go kill other bears. And that was exactly how the game panned out, but it was just a terrible game after Greg, <laughs> after Greg three hours. Right, how old did he give that game? Uh, like a good score. One, one, a good score. Three one of the really bad Low. ones. Yeah. And then and then famously our own Colin Moriarty kinda came back and was like, not as bad as Greg says. <laughs> he only <laughs> okay, but Colin he only played six bad hours. Alright. Colin likes bad games. That's like not that. true. He likes no, Mass no, no. Effect. He likes it because yeah. I'm not saying that, that he's got terrible taste. Oh, oh, you I'm mean he, he does. enjoys? Yes. E- like Sometimes even, he will play a bad yeah, game. Yeah, mostly yeah. for trophies. Well, the thing <laughs> is, like yeah. us guide writers have developed this tolerance for oh, games. Yeah. We have, we have to, otherwise Thick we skin, just wouldn't yeah. survive. Yeah, yeah. So amazing. That's why we love you guys. But anyways, going back to LA Noir, um, I'm very, very impressed. Actually, I went into the game initially. I'm a, I'm kind of a skeptic, so I, I never really buy into hype too often. Okay. Fair I try enough. to I try to you know go into it with like no expectations. So for LA Noir, I knew it was a Rockstar game, so I was kind of expecting like an open world element. You can kind of do whatever you want, um, run free, and cause chaos. But it wasn't anything like that, and the pace was considerably slower than any um, Rockstar game that I've played. And so it was an, initially a, a big turnoff, and and I, th- I think Hillary agreed with me when I talked to him about it that it takes a while to kind of get into the game because the yeah. first few cases are kind of introductory levels to mm-hmm. ease okay. you in yeah, yeah. to like the whole detective kind of thing. But after a while, I just like really picked up and I realized that this game was just, I mean, it's just an impressive <laughs> accomplishment. <laughs> like Team Bondi and Rockstar. That's me talking. That's applause, yeah. It, it, it's, Up to, I missed the applause time. <laughs> all right, anyway, I applause. That's all that matters. I applause, <laughs> applause, 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 applause. <laughs> but, um, so, and the the whole game is kind of centered around this idea of, like, a de-emphasis on combat. And you, so it focuses more on, like, det- detective work. So it kind of resembles a classic adventure game. Okay. So, and then, so the the um, the open world element, the, the de- detective work, the occasional action sequences kind of take a back seat to the narrative because they want to push, push that to the forefront. Okay. And the motion scan technology that they use makes makes the narrative that much better because, you know... So you're a fan. I'm a fan. Okay. Because it's... Be, the, one of the arguments that people... The story, that storytelling in games is, like, not up to par is because all the character models are kind of... aren't lifelike enough. Right. But here with this technology it kind of lets the actors lend more than just their voice or their body to model. You can see all the subtle nuances of acting. Like you yeah. see... Um, or not so subtle in some cases. <laughs> not so subtle. I, I'm, I'm sure for this <laughs> no, game they had I to... No, I didn't ex- kill him. <laughs> no, I mean, sometimes they do like the weird, like total obvious shifty eyes. Yeah. Like, they had to exaggerate mm-hmm. it a little yeah. bit. Yeah, yeah. To- I, mean, I mean, people are... That'd be so are, hard are otherwise. Uh, yeah. So... I mean, even it's right now, it's blunt. hard as it is it's for some people. It's still difficult. It's funny. I noticed, like, I haven't pl- played it yet because I've been so busy with other things, but... Like Brink. Like Brink. <laughs> and now a whole lot of drive-in for Dirt 3. But um, we... I noticed in the trailers and gameplay clips, like, you can actually recognize the actors that play some of the right, characters. Yeah. And they're, like, not n- household names, but they're, like, B actors, supporting actors. And you're like, right. wait, that guy was in that show last week sort of thing. And it's... There's yeah. actually a couple men from Mad Men because the yeah. casting the director... <laughs> The, the main, their casting oh, okay. director also worked for Mad Men, and they're working. Ooh. They worked on LA Noir, so really? you'll see some Mad Men faces. 
like Cole Phelps. Yep. Yep. <laughs> and uh, the guy who plays Mickey Cohen, Cohen, Cohen. is uh, Cohen. from Mad Men. Like All right. Yet. And I think the significance of like what Team Bondi kind of introduced in this game with the technology and like the the facial animations, it's like it's it's the same significance when Rockstar introduced Grand Theft Auto 3 in this whole open world element. Like mm-hmm. it kind of breaks down all broke down all the barriers of, of or broke down all the limits of what a game can do. And so I feel like L.A. Noir is kind of in the same um, significance level as that. How far are awesome. you now-ish? Do you know? I am like 18 out of 21 quick cases done. Oh, okay. Well, she's at the part where everybody dies. Oh, mm-hmm. no. There's like a bomb goes well, off. I just started playing last Wait, night. Really? Um, no, I would never say that. <laughs> I was going to say. For a couple hours. Shut up. Oh. Stop talking. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Um. A bomb just it's went a, off. It's a. Uh, <laughs> it's an old... It's an old inside joke about how, like, you just say at the part where and you say something that sounds like a spoiler, and then they you get angry at you. you. Yeah. If there's a bomb, I'm going to be pissed, though, because I'm going to, you know. Well, I, I, very I, much, I, I very well even, could be. I don't even, I even play the that last game. De- I, know the, I haven't played it, but I know the last desk you're on is arson. You know what creates fire? Bombs. Mm-hmm. No. It's, it's a... <laughs> a bombs don't create fire. They create water. They, they create explosions. Which then have Explosions fire. technically have fire in them. They have fire in them. They're part so fire. <clears throat> do you think we're going to see uh, this technology in a lot of new games? I know it's super expensive what they went it's, through to do it. Yeah, definitely. Um, they own it too. Uh, so uh. I think they'll probably keep it within the company, keep it in house, and we might even see in Grand Theft Auto Five. You know, never know because yeah. the trend with Rockstar games as of late has been le- like kind of leaning more towards a dramatic narrative. You can see that with Grand Theft Auto Four and then Red Dead Redemption. Mm-hmm. Pay attention, you two. <laughs> I um, am paying attention, <laughs> but Christine is drawing some sort of crazy cat thing. I on was my... really interrupted. I will do what I want. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, uh, yeah. So with LA Noir, you can see like this kind of like heavy narrative. It's it's pretty heavy. You can it's like a lot of dark, mm-hmm. very dark, very noirish. <laughs> that, that's fitting. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I was gonna say something else. Oh, a lot of people were complaining that uh, they didn't have the same accessibility to the open world as they did in Grand Theft Auto, and I think that's actually a really good thing because then the whole experience kind of benefits from that. Because then mm-hmm. you have to like focus. have yeah such intense focus on in the on the narrative. So in, that's it. That's yeah. all I wanted to say. Cool. <laughs> Are you playing it, Christine? You said. Right yeah. Um, uh, so I only got you know an hour. And a half. Oh no. <sighs> what did you do that for? Question uh, An hour and a half or so last night. But um, so far I I sort of don't care about the story. Are you playing it on Xbox? It's, it's hard to pick up is at it, first. Does it get, I mean, at what point does it get more interesting, I guess, suppose? Does it get, I mean, it quickly? takes a while. It takes a while? Mm-hmm. Okay. I Just think checking. so. Like many noir films. Oh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very true. Uh, was I Are you ask? playing it on Xbox? No, I'm playing, I'm playing on the PS3. Okay, because isn't the Uh-oh. Xbox version three discs? Yes. That's what I heard. Three mm-hmm. discs. Oh, and someone has a question about that. Well, I'm going to look for their name so I can give them credit. But the question is, is it true that L.A. Noir is on three? Oh, here it is. It's from Kyle. Hi, Kyle. Hi, Kyle. Uh, Kyle asks, is You're it correct? 
Is it true? Or three wait. discs. Also, if you are able to install all three discs to your system, can you play the game without having to switch the discs as long as you have one disc in? Do we know about I that? Don't That's think a great that. question. I still have a 20 gig hard drive at yeah, home, so same I, here. I can't do that. <laughs> I can barely install one game. So, I don't think it works like that, though. Yeah, like with Mass Effect 2, when it had two discs, you didn't install both discs. You just installed I did. one install. You did? Yeah. Did it what? work? Yeah. It works without switching? And you didn't have to switch them? Uh, I think I still had to switch them. Well, hopefully, yeah. Kyle, you have run a no, big-ass hard like drive because yeah. it's like 25 gigs of stuff. Yeah. Well, anyway, Kyle, cray, yes. Cray. I have no idea. Sorry. We can confirm at least that it is, in fact, an outrageous three discs. What is this, Final Fantasy VIII on the <laughs> PlayStation 1? L-O-L. <laughs> Whenever I think about multiple discs of anything, I still picture when I was younger having the original uh, Heroes Quest, Sierra's game. In, on 10 floppy disks. <laughs> Labeled you played one Heroes of Quest? Ten. Yeah. I think you might be my new best friend. The original. Like before they even remade it, you know? Straight up the old one. Yeah. Throwing rocks at the bird's nest. Yeah. In the tree. yeah. Hell yeah. Thieves uh, Guild. Like, I totally didn't play that. That was my favorite game of all time. That Still game, it's amazing. Yeah. I'm yeah. with you on that one. Wow. But yeah, I, I can, in my head, anytime I hear multiple disks, more than one disk, I see that little box of floppy disks that says eight out of ten. <laughs> yeah. There's so many. <laughs> like, it's insane. Yeah, it's, it's, we, we've kind of come a long way. And then eventually we won't even have uh, game consoles. They'll just plug into our brains. No. <laughs> it's crazy. No, thank you. The worst part about that is bad games that will get beamed directly into our brain. Yeah, I know. And I mean, we'll never like, forget I'll just about have, it. like, <laughs> Dynasty Warriors membranes in my, in my brain. <laughs> Dedicated to all the hundreds of dudes no. that I have to slay. <sighs> no, well, yeah, uh, fuck Dynasty Warriors. Anyway, <laughs> I actually, I totally understand why people love Dynasty Warriors. I just have played too so many like of them. So, like, to do the same thing over and over? There's a sense of reward to, mm. like, because everything you're doing is building up experience, and I, I totally can get people behind like that. People like to level up. People love to level up. As is the case in real life too, which is why when I go to the <laughs> yeah. gym, when I go to the gym, I actually think like I picture an experience bar above it's my like, head oh, that when would I'm make like it lifting weights. San Andreas, Grand yeah. Theft Auto, you're like yeah. gamifying exactly. exercise. Yeah. Yes. Or like when the calorie counter is going up on the treadmill, like uh, I was telling yeah. you. Like I totally like look at that. And I'm like, all right, yes, burning more calories. <laughs> I do the same, but it's more like mathematical. I'm like, okay, if I run for ten more minutes, whatever, this many more calories, like I will have traveled this far. I'm then sorry I can stop. To, I'm sorry to burst your bubble, Ryan, though, but the the calorie count on the treadmill. Is usually not very accurate. Uh, that's, oh, yeah, of that's fine. Yeah. I didn't figure it was. It's, I mean, as long as it's to get a rough estimate as to how many I've burned, mm. that's probably all I need. <laughs> the most important thing is that I'm being active. That is true. <laughs> that is very true. <laughs> boo, 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 boo. That was the more, the more you, know. you know. Yeah, okay, yeah. good. Glad that got across. Whew, tough it wasn't very good, but it's okay. Oh, just... <laughs> <laughs> it was totally fine. I was on key. Let's uh, let's do some more reader mail because I think. Uh, well, did anyone have any questions for Stephanie before we move on about La Noir? I'm gonna try it out myself. I might try. Yeah. I actually played it. I so. might try the tri disc install here at the office just because yeah. I'm. Yeah, just, I have works. the bigger Xbox here, so. <laughs> Uh, also, just to let you know, if I ever start an exclusive nightclub in Paris, I'm going to name it Tri Disc Install, and you and it's I like, like it. a, it's really like a yeah. kind of like groovy electronic. There's a lot of lights, a lot of a lot of music. <laughs> I, I think that's a lot that of music. What that's what has club. I that's so. what clubs have, right? Yeah, sure. Tri-disc Before you install. open that club, we had we still have to work on our Korean, our yeah, our music K-pop. video. That's actually going exactly. to happen. I mean, I know we joke about it, but we are going to make a music video. <laughs> I'm still waiting for the day. Okay. <laughs> you keep, I mean, keep be, re- be ready. <laughs> I am ready. I am holding on to my chair. We just have to get a camera. Oh, wait, we have a video team. <laughs> <laughs> oh. That solves that problem. Hmm. 
So who wants to read some reader mail? Let's do that. Remember, if you want to email us, just email us at unlocked.ign.com. Please keep your questions as short as possible without compromising the structural integrity of your question <laughs> because it's really hard to read these long-ass emails. Uh, so without further ado, let's go to a question from Rick. Rick asks, with the continuous evolution of video games, do you ever wonder what the next generation of gamers will consider retro? I will always remember making maps for Link to the Past and playing Hours of Sonic against my friends. Against? I guess you could do multiplayer in the original Sonic. No, with, no, uh, with like Sonic and Tails. When did Tails come in? In 2? I forgot. I think two it was or three. 2. Was yeah. it 2? Anyway, do you think games like Portal or Mass Effect will be held in the same regard? And that's you know somewhere down the line. This is from Rick. Absolutely. It's like there's a weird spot in my brain that still knows where like one-ups are hidden in all the Super Mario Brothers games and all these this useless information. Well, you know what I mean. Useless to it's useless. reality. It's right. <laughs> Comparatively. <laughs> Comparatively useless information. Right. And it's because I played that at like uh, such a pivotal point in growing up. It's like when it's that point where like kids can learn languages really well and like stuff sticks with them. Yeah. And so whatever kids today of that age are playing is going to have those same kind of retro memories when they hit their 20s and beyond, you know? Uh, beyond? Sorry. I totally agree. Uh, also, because, like, I remember when I was growing up and it was just at the time of... Uh, of <laughs> Christine keeps drawing shit on my I paper like and doodle. it's distracting me. Here, you can draw on this one. Okay. Um, draw puppies. No. Draw some puppies. That's sad. And then crush them. <laughs> um, so, uh, I remember when I was growing up and it was the time of Goldeneye and stuff. I mean, I was pretty young when Goldeneye came out, and uh, I young, yeah. and then so what I remember is that my friend, my friend's younger brother, who who what must have been like five or six or something like that at the time, was playing Goldeneye with the rest of us. Maybe not the best idea because he's like a kid, but anyway. Oh yeah, and, you guys were really worried about the ESRB ratings. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay, I'm just saying retro retroactively. You know, concerned. But anyway, uh, was that, is that a word? Retroactively, that's a word, right? Yeah, I'm making is. it a sure. word. So he will like that is probably was one of his like first meaningful game experiences. Yeah. So for me, like my first like actually, well, it actually predates Nintendo and goes to like some old PC submarine games that I play with my dad. Mm -hmm. But then, um, but then I sort of have Nintendo in my head, you know, and like Mario. And then I have that generation of like when we started to hit 3D and Goldeneye. But for him, he didn't have those like steps up there. So like as a kid, he was like in the facility, you know, like yeah. dropping down the vent in the bathroom and shooting dudes. And that's like his first memory. And I always thought that was really fascinating even back then like that would be his defining like first gamer moments i think it's totally i mean you're right it's, it also really depends on a person's age yeah and when they're getting into gaming most of mine are definitely old sierra games mm -hmm. space quest king's quest what about you Eco quest well yes. I, I lost secret of the rainforest, <laughs> secret of the rainforest. oh my god i keep, i actually think about that game I, like i don't know why it's a <laughs> big trick I'll, it's so educational i'll just think about like parts of it and i'm like i can just see it in my head same thing i like, miss it i, I want space quest again. 2 that little that maze thing you have to walk through that's actually like an alien plant that will eat you um nom or when you get eaten by the whale in king's quest 4 you have to tickle the uh, uvula Whoa, feather. that sounds really dirty, but it's not. <laughs> the uvula? Isn't that? Pretty sure that's something else. Uh, I actually don't know. I'm really oh, bad with God. biology. Let's ask Steph. She's also a doctor. What? <laughs> she's not. I'm but not because a doctor. She studies nutrition. Today. I just assume she knows everything about biology. No, no, it's not everything. I know. But, anatomy, um, whatever. It's all we're carbon based. That's biological, right? No. Yeah. Uh, I was just going to say that. Yeah. I Did can't. you say no? <laughs> I thought you said no. Oh, I said yep. Okay. 
<laughs> nope. No, I'm nope, actually nitrogen-based. I'm made of poison. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. Sorry, I keep cutting you off. It's I okay. I'm having I such a good time. I forgive you. Okay, thank you. Um, but now, thanks to you, I can't remember what I was going to say. Uh-oh. Uh, well, we were going to talk about, about uh, like, <laughs> do you want to talk about your gamer memories and, like, what's retro for you? Uh, I was going to say that, you know, I don't really have very vivid memories of um, a lot of the old games I played, like, when I was five or six or whatever. But the one memory I really do remember is when my cousin from Hong Kong, he brought over a Super Famicom. And I think that was my first exposure to video games when I played Street Fighter 2. <laughs> Uh, I was I'm an only child and I didn't and my my parents are like really traditional Asian parents and they would not have exposed me to video games otherwise. You're so, Asian? Yeah. 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 <laughs> Imagine that. Go, go ahead. Continue, <laughs> please. Stephanie Lee. So, to me, retro is actually in that like the beginning of the Super Nintendo era era era. Right. And like a little and I played and I went I did go back and play some of the the Nintendo games. Right. But yeah, it's it's it doesn't predate. Um, I don't I don't remember any, much of anything predating the Super Nintendo era. Mm -hmm. That's really cool that he brought over a Super Famicom from when yeah. his visit from Hong Kong. Yep. That's totally awesome. Yep. Oh, he man. turned me on to gamings. Cool. Or the gamings. Yeah, I like <laughs> the gamings. <laughs> gamings. No, stick with it. Just roll with yeah, it. Yeah. The gamings. Um, Let's do a question from Dirty. <laughs> That's how he Dirty? actually writes his name. Dirty. Does he just want us to say dirty? Dirty. Dirty. But dirty sounds More like better. dirty style. Uh, what is your best rage quitting moment? I've made death threats, punched holes in walls, <laughs> and destroyed controllers. Uh, my best moment was leaving a, cl a clan match for GameBattles.com. I don't know what that is. And throwing my controller into my cheap closet door, which actually got stuck. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> got stuck. Awesome. Oh, um, so, what do we think? Best rage quit moment? Oh. Um... When I was playing World of Warcraft, <laughs> oh, yeah. get out. Yes, I was. I was one of those people, and I I played it. I played Arena, which is a very competitive player versus player yeah. uh, mode. And this is this is some serious stuff. Okay, guys. I believe you. <laughs> I I like you're trying to convince us. We believe it. Yeah. yeah. No, no, no. But anyways, uh, I is is. It's like the slightest mistake will mess you up in that game because so, it's so fast-paced and you ha and like you have to have total control of what you're doing and anticipate the other person's movements and moves and whatever. And there was one time where I rage quitted so bad that because my internet connection went out and that and that affects our rank, you know, because we oh, want to be the top at the top of the server. Right. My internet went out. And I yanked the, the microphone off my head, and I threw it across the room, and it snapped in half. <laughs> oh, no. That was probably my most violent. Were you near quit. the top of the server? Your rank? No, not, the t not near the top, but, like, okay. I, was, I was pretty good. When I was in college, That's awesome. um, that is pretty awesome. we used to play Counter-Strike a lot in the dorms. Holla. And uh, everyone would just have their door open all the way down. Like, <laughs> and, like, that's just, like, the most foulest, most despicable things just being yelled at each other all the way down the hallway. Like, there's these poor, innocent people walking to go to bed or something, and just these screams of yeah, anger. Oh, God, yeah. So bad. Oh, but that's awesome. So much fun. I, you, I, Christine I, gets I, angry I, all the time. It's too hard to pick one because I get angry so often. <laughs> you, she is so angry. Well, it's really just because of the fact, like, it's a high-pressure situation, right? Like, you're like, beat this game. In this short amount of time, and you're like, "All right, fine," and then you get stuck, and you're like, 
you're just like expletive, expletive, expletive. Yeah. Like you're just cursing your head off. I think I've almost thrown controllers. I don't think I've ever actually thrown. I don't think I've always been like, yeah. Yeah. like crank it back, and then I these just put it down. These days are just too expensive. Yeah. So the, the yeah. only reason I threw my head my headset was because it was a cheap headset. <laughs> right, I would never throw away and, and my you had Xbox to pay for it, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I what I'll do is uh, the thing that most satisfies <clears throat> me is to is to punch things, but usually because I don't want to cause any damage to anything or anyone. Punch pillow? I'll just I'll just like kind of like you know hammer you know my yeah. knee or right right above my knee, whatever this part of the body is. <laughs> Doctor Lee, what, what is Part of your the thigh? Thigh? It's, it's like, but it's, but your thigh, lower thigh. The patella something? I can't remember. <laughs> wow. Oh, awesome. I don't Actually. remember my anatomy anyway. that much. So I'm smashing this right here, but I remember <laughs> this probably looks really bad for people that can't actually see me where I'm, where <laughs> I'm hitting on my body. Right above my knee, folks. Good thing you're like masturbating. For <laughs> <laughs> you at home. How? No way. His penis would be so low. That'd be so weird. <laughs> anyway. It all depends on the angle, I guess. You have to be further on so that way. I was, right. I was like punching my knee so hard that I think I actually bruised both my hand and my oh, knee because I was just like smashing it over and over again. I was so angry. But then I realized that it's just a game and I probably felt really bad afterwards. It's just not worth the effort. True. Yeah. Let's move on to a question from Braden. Hey guys and maybe girl and this time it looks like girls. Maybe girl. Yeah. Uh, Hey guys and girls. My name is Braden from Utah. I was wondering what game I should buy that would keep me playing for a while. But not an RPG like Dragon Age. Uh, I like games that you can brag about your skill level. So... I, I immediately thought like something like Call of Duty because if you really get invested yeah. in the multiplayer and you start Halo, yeah. working your way up the ranks, I mean, you can, you can pour. I know that our own Bobby uh, Amos, who is in our video team, mm-hmm. he, he has invested, I'm pretty sure, actual weeks of game time. As in, like, the counter has right. gone up that high yeah. into Call of Duty. Yeah. So, he loves yeah, Call of Duty. I mean, that's like thousands of hours. Yeah, with all the stats and, like, medals and records and ranks like there's you can play that forever yeah. seriously you can just keep starting over and over and over but you have these logos so people can see how much time you've invested so it's kind of a good way to show off in that respect i was going to suggest something like ninja gaiden 2 or ninja gaiden oh yeah oh actually not well ninja sigma? gaiden sigma maybe yeah. oh, but wait. ninja gaiden 2 since it's on the 360 yeah or uh yeah like I guess the, the hardest difficulty and then complete that I was going to say mine, to Minecraft like, otherwise, yeah, but that's bitches. a whole other. Yeah, my, um, also, like, even something simple like uh, Pac-Man Championship Edition oh, yeah. and stuff. Like, if you want something, like, or in like bite-sized that uh, you can keep coming wars. back to. Or Geometry Wars. Super um, Meat Boy. Su- oh, Super Meat Boy. It keeps coming out with more levels, too. Yeah. So that'll keep you really busy for a long time. Or, the, or the new Hard Corps uh, Uprising. Uprising. Yeah. That's true. If you want something that, like, will take a serious, you know, test of skill, do some of those downloadables we just mentioned. That'll definitely keep you busy. Uh, okay, thanks guys. Uh, let's see what else I want to talk about. Uh, let's do one from Bert. I like the name Bert. Uh, Bert says, greetings achievers. Thanks again for reading my emails. Now that Mass Effect 3 has been delayed to early next year, what is your most anticipated game coming out in 2011? Mine is either Gears of War 3 or Batman Arkham City. That's a good question. And those are great answers, by the way. Yes. I was, I was going to say outright Skyrim, but both of those, I was like, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, there's I'm, a lot of good stuff this year. Like, yeah. It's a great year. So it's yeah. almost, I think we talked about this the other week. Like, it's almost, 
it's good and bad that Mass Effect got delayed because there's so much awesome stuff coming out. Yeah. But I wouldn't even be able to think of like everything. I know I would forget something that I would want to play. Uncharted. I would. I, I would say I would by default just say Uncharted because I've played both of those games. I'm pretty invested in them. Yeah. But, but Batman. Uh, I mean, yeah. There's just so many. I I wouldn't be able to pick just one. My most anticipated before it got delayed was The Last Guardian. I was really looking but forward to playing. Yeah. Is that still coming? Is that the that's that's pushback? That's this is that year. Not pushback? Yeah, that Next got pushback. And yeah. so now it's actually Arkham City or Battlefield 3. Ooh, yeah. Ooh, Battlefield. Oh, God yeah. damn so it. Many, <laughs> exactly. So many good games. I hate you games. <laughs> so many of you to play. Not enough time in my life. No, it's true. I don't that's have enough true. time. There is never enough time. Yeah, it kind of makes you start thinking about your own mortality. <laughs> <laughs> Weren't we talking about the when the world's supposed to end? Yes. Either this year or next? Or it's yeah. actually supposed to end this Saturday. That's okay. what, according rap- to one religious group. Yeah. yeah. That I don't Who's know what right? religion, I don't know I don't what know. it is. It's like the rapture is happening. And let's remove Maybe right along. Maybe it's like Bioshock. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> let's move right along to a follow-up question from Ian, who's asking, uh, although upcoming games like Gears 3 and Skyrim look great, I was wondering what is your guys' most anticipated game that hasn't been getting a lot of publicity? Do we have any uh, underdogs here? Uh, I really want to play Bastion coming up oh, this summer. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I kind of like wonder. a really interesting downloadable um, hack and slash RPG kind of thing. Like it's made by like four guys who quit EA and made their own little studio and put together this great little game that I want to say EA picked up to publish. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's awesome. Uh, I'm I I can't confirm if it's actually EA, but um, great little game. I saw it at PAX last fall and. Um, really fun, really great art. Seems super cool. Cool. Um, I mean, there's too many games to list, yeah, really. Yeah, also, I'm having a hard time thinking. Sometimes with questions like this, I really need to print out just a giant list of everything coming out yeah. this year. I think Catherine um, oh, is on Catherine my radar does look now. Really cool. God, yeah. So Catherine is actually. I think Catherine has a lot of buzz around it from like the the you know import community and stuff. Mm-hmm. But uh, I'd say that's definitely. I mean, that's going to be. Did you do a video on that? I did do a video. Yeah. On that. Yeah. Yes. And uh, it was an awesome video, by the way. Uh, thank you. Appreciate <laughs> that. Um, I would say that. Oh, speaking of which, uh, never mind. Actually, that's an awkward thing to bring up. <laughs> Okay. Now you have to bring it up. Uh, it was just funny because on a preview I did of a game that I was in a video of, like this guy like left a comment. He was like, I don't usually leave comments on here, but that guy is pretty cute. And I was like, How do you know it was a guy? Uh, it was mm. because he's like, yes, I'm a guy. Oh. And yes, but deal I with could it. also go on there and be like, yeah, I'm totally a dude. And I think you're hot. It was her. You it was Christine. It, it was, was me. Sorry to you. shoot your dreams down. But that was Christine. <laughs> Damn it. She tends to do that a lot. <laughs> Um, but, uh, Catherine's going to be rad. It's going to be, I mean, that game looks awesome. Uh, it's, it's pretty damn unique in terms of how it's all put together. And, uh, our own Colin Moriarty just did a, uh, preview, preview aptly titled Catherine Straddles Genres. Oh, they didn't change the headline? No, we didn't. We okay. did <laughs> Much against the, much to the chagrin of our own Ryan Geddes. Um, but yeah, anyway. I mean, and there's, I'm sure there's going to be a ton of stuff on XBLA. It's just yeah. that stuff doesn't. You don't really hear about it. Yeah, sometimes it's all of a sudden like out this week. Like, yeah, wait, what? Yeah, you're like, oh, here's a super awesome game. About Final like, Fantasy oh. 16. Yeah. <laughs> Available now. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, they skipped 15 altogether. Uh, let's do a question from Edgardo, which I think is a totally awesome name, if that's really his name or her name. Uh, hi, I'm Ed- Edgardo. Good show. <laughs> Two questions. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> 
I don't see what's so funny. I don't know. It's not very funny, Ryan. Not funny. You're being very rude. It was that's, really that's funny. That's just rude. I, I'm, yeah. I'm laughing because I have a relative of the good show way with back an exclamation when, mark. Way back when, named Engelbertus. No way. Yeah. What? Awesome. So this is going back to like the 1700s. I'm not, I'm not laughing at that, and I'm not laughing at Edgardo's name. I said it was cool. I'm laughing at the good show with an exclamation oh. mark, like at the start of his question. Oh. So. Sounds proper. Anyway. Yeah. Edgardo has two questions. First, what game do you like that everyone else hates? Christine. I'm trying to think. Pete. I don't know. I, I love uh, the original Crackdown, but I know that's not that crazy. Hmm. Well, like a lot of people like, like that game, yeah. but it definitely didn't get the attention it deserved. Are, we, you're, are you talking it. like sales? Oh, or careful are you of talking, your drink. Uh, Don't move, oh, yeah, Pete. You're totally going to knock that off the table. Oh, God. It's, em- <laughs> it's empty. <laughs> okay, good. I'm worrying them, but it's empty. Like, if you're going sales-wise, sales I'd say Viva Pinata because, I mean, no, nobody really Not even yeah, sales, but that was pretty like, critically acclaimed, though. True. Yeah, people like yeah that. but people didn't actually buy it. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Viva Pinata. Stephanie, do you have one? I don't know if if it was universally hated though. Uh, Shenmue. I don't think that was. Uh, no, it wasn't hated at the time. I think actually people liked it at the yeah, time, didn't I they? It was really and then we all went back and we're like, "Hey, this like game actually game blows." <laughs> I liked. Uh, I enjoyed it. I know, I but know. I haven't club? played it since then. Oh, the club. So. I like the club. Oh my god, the club. Yeah. Yes. And for anyone who tries to compare that to Brink now, I probably would have rated it in the same range. But the club's fun. Fun as hell. Yeah. Mm. There you go. Uh, I would actually say a good old. Uh, Final Fantasy VII Dirge of Cerberus. It was a PS2 third-person mm. shooter starring Vincent <laughs> from Final Fantasy VII. Man, that, that game did not was not received particularly well, but I, <laughs> I couldn't get enough of it, mainly because I'm the biggest whore for Final Fantasy VII, the side of whores. <laughs> uh, so let's move on after that awkward transition. Uh, Edgardo's other question is, what does IGN stand for anyway? Uh, I can answer Nothing. this, but does anyone want to? It doesn't stand for anything anymore. Right now, not anymore. IGN it doesn't stand, stand for anything. It Imagine for... Games Network. Yes. Oh, I was gonna crack a joke and say I get none or something. Oh. I get none. I get none. That also works. Well, she's a doctor. She may know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When when we were when we were like sort of first coming together and uh, IGN became its own property or however the business folks would describe it, it was the Imagine Games Network. Uh, but now we are just sort of our own thing. Yeah. And uh, IGN can stand for whatever you want it to. It mostly stands for ignorant. Yeah, ignorant. I, that's what I hear. I see yeah. that a lot. Yeah, I see a lot, too. It's not original <laughs> anymore, people. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. Uh, here's a question from... Well, let me turn the page. This is from Chris. Chris is actually asking, uh, do you guys have a longer version of the song that you play on the outro music? If so, do you know where we could get it? Uh, and then Chris adds that. Oh, Whoa, shit. I almost dropped the page. Oh, my God. I'm sure fellow gym rats like myself would love to add it to their playlist. Uh, I actually really do like that song also. So I'd like to put a call out to the original composer because I think... You I, lost his contact information? Yeah. And <laughs> I would love to actually have a full... Uh, because I will totally email it to whoever wants it if that's okay with the original composer. So, original composer. Is it all right? Is it Can all right? Fun? If so, can you send me a full MP3, and then I will send it to fellow fans that want to hear about it. Cool. Nice. Yeah. Um, All right. This question is from Josh. Hey, Unlocked Crew, I just have one question. Microsoft at E3, what do you think will be the biggest announcement of the show? Thanks for everything, and keep up the good work. Pete, start with you. I don't know. Announcement of the show. Is it going to be Xbox 720? Mm. Are we going to see 
the the Xbox portable disc drive no, device? No. Not at all. Are we going to see uh, Duffy come out and perform a song oh, again? Oh, yeah. I remember that. <laughs> that was I still have no I idea oh. what they're going to... What was that song that she sang that she was popular mercy. for? Oh, yeah. You got me begging me for mercy. You got me begging me for mercy? Yeah. That's what you said? Isn't it? You've got me begging. I said you've got me begging no. for mercy. Yeah, eh, whatever. Okay. Anyways, I, I have no idea what like a huge reveal will be because obviously Connect was last year. Um, they're gonna talk probably reveal something about Gears of War, some more about Forza. Um, Those aren't really revealed. I mean, we I mean, know those are coming. We know they're coming, but uh, I'm hoping that there's gonna be something exciting from third party because they've got. I mean, first party is. Yeah. There's not much there left. Maybe something wah, wah, from Valve wah. after the news today that Valve is not making any game appointments for the C3 because mm. they're not showing us any games. No Half-Lifes or anything. Maybe they'll make an announcement at a uh, press possible, conference. But they're not actually... Like, I also just think it's unlikely because, I don't know. I just kind of yeah, think it's unlikely. I just think they're just going to... They're likely going to have something up their sleeve because Sony has NGP and then Nintendo has the Wii 2 yeah. or Project Cafe. And other than that, they have something. It's just like a matter of yeah. what it is. They're usually what? good about right. keeping one thing a secret. Right. Duffy. Everything else leaks. <laughs> so other than that, so it's going to be a wait strong look, push look for Look on Connect. European websites because they usually are the ones who leak it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I have a uh, pretty good little list here that Rich sent us. Uh, Rich likened us all to Mass Effect, uh, like, aliens. And oh. I think that it was actually oh. – I, I like it a lot. So let's go down this list. You guys can tell me what you think. First of all, for me, I have been likened to the Hanar. <laughs> yes, I Ar like that. Arthur is a Krogan. <laughs> okay. Christine, you've been put down as a Corian. That works. I can see that. Are the Corians are the... Um... That's what Tali is. Yeah, like the oh, tall yeah, yeah, with yeah, the yeah. masks. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I could see that too. Jack is uh, put down as a Solarian. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, who are the bug, the bug... Uh, Morden, right? All right. I, I don't know if Jack's a Solarian, maybe. Hillary has been put down as a Volus, which is totally <laughs> awesome. That is pretty funny. Uh, Greg has been put down as human because Rich says I honestly couldn't place him as anything else. <laughs> Colin has been put down as a Turian, which I could see. Geddes is a Drell, <laughs> which I could totally see. He put down Damon as a Batarian. Oh, that's not very nice. The They're ugly. The, uh, and the, uh, put down Jess as an Asari. Um, of course. Mm-hmm. And Charles as an Elcor. <laughs> Poor Charles. <laughs> it's so perfect, though. <sighs> Possible inquiry. So thank you, Rich, for that. I enjoyed that list very much. Yeah, that is pretty great. Um. All right, then. Well, how much time? I actually, you know, I think I think we can probably wrap it up for today. We have other yeah. stuff we need to get going. And also, Busy oh, you week. have to. I gotta. You have to skid skedaddle. Here. I have to catch a train. Casual enough. Oh, no. That, yeah. Let's see. I can help it. It is five o'clock. Yeah. Just to let you know. Oh, is that goodness. all right? No, we, let's, we can. All right. Close it so, up. So uh, give me my paperback real up. quick. Lock it up. Lock down. Uh, thank you very much, folks, for joining me. Uh, again, Absolutely. if you want to email. Oh, my God. There are so many cats on this page now. <laughs> Christina's <laughs> We're turned this into I like so draw much cats. drawing. Um, I think you should scan that and no. give it. put it for download next to this episode. <laughs> I might have to do that. <laughs> Actually, Christine is I'm creating, making the article, yeah, so it's not happening. Anyway, uh, send us questions to unlocked at IGN.com. Uh, you can follow us all on Twitter. I am Pwam Cider. P-W-A-M Cider. Steimer is just Steimer. Pete is P-I-K-E-M-A-N-S. P -P -E Thank you. I got to use it more. 
And then Stephanie is Super Lee Seven. And then of course you can follow our Grandmaster Overlord IGN oh. at IGN. And I think that's about it. We will be back next week when we talk about how to wrestle a bear with your bare hands. Hmm. Cool. Ponder that one. Unlocked is complete. I still want to think of a, like <laughs> a good sign-off. I have nothing Peace to say out, at the end mofos. of this. Peace out, mofo. No, you. Somebody like, needs to be able to I do like that the... sound effect. Boop, boop. Or whatever, yeah. you know. Well, we don't have a soundboard, so. Yeah, we don't really have a soundboard we or anything. can't actually we do that. We need, like, someone who can beatbox we'll and we'll make sound effects. We'll just put an Xbox 360 in this room, right. and then we'll turn it on. Get right. there. Get there. Ready? <laughs> Stephanie, do the what ending. What are you doing? I feel like. What? What? What are you doing? Do, do the ending of the show. I wasn't going to say anything. There you go. That's how we're <laughs> going to end it. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. I will. I will stay away from the poppy crush or poppy. <laughs> Pop that would be okay if they wanted to send us flowers. I'm okay with that. <laughs> the puppy crushing. Hey, it's Mae Whitman, and I play Frankie in the new Realm podcast, The Sisters. The Sisters is about a museum curator of medical oddities who investigates the origins of a mutated skeleton with two layers of bones. Seven ribs are completely fused. And you have no idea where this came from? No. She was sent here anonymously. Uh Uh-uh. Not she. They, maybe? Wait. I've never seen anything like this. Soon, she uncovers an extraordinary mystery that connects her present with one family's tragic past in hauntingly dangerous ways. My grandfather was a journalist back in the 60s and 70s. He specialised in strange stories. Who are they? How are they connected to the skeleton? Play the tape. You'll see. Listen to The Sisters wherever you get your podcasts. We dream about it. We both dream about it. How often? Every.